Um, real, real quick, unrelated note, I will be pitching Werewolf Jazz as a new show to our local public radio after this. Open your mouth, prepare your tongue, because you're about to get a taste. I cannot believe we've gone 12 episodes without me being able to talk about Final Fantasy. Well, I know the doll is bad, so I gotta think the dusty balloon is less bad. I mean, if all life everywhere ends... What have I yes. lost? Facial hair as a theme is not something I ever would have chosen. So Yeah, that's the one that Rock is just sweaty the whole time. Yeah. He's got that good, good pony Jafar beard. <laughs> I've got three pages of AMA citations. This is the Debate This Podcast. Hello and welcome to Debate This, the show where no one is right, but someone is definitely wrong. In this podcast, we take time out of our busy adult lives to talk about comics, video games, and how Godzilla is the start of the Monsters Cinematic Universe, a universe we don't deserve, but certainly need. I'm good with that. It, I'm, I'm actually, I mean, it's a little on the nose at the end of Godzilla King of the Monsters as to where they're going next, but I'm cool with that. <clears throat> Isn't that the point of Godzilla, though, to, to be on the nose? Like, <laughs> yeah. kind of the Godzilla is, is zero subtlety, the movie. Like, <laughs> any, any attempt... To any attempt to put subtlety in it is is that yeah. you've you've chosen wrong and need to start over. If you watch, if you're trying to watch Godzilla for exposition, you're watching the wrong movie. <laughs> well, gentlemen, the time has arrived. As the sun sits firmly in the seventh house and casts a dark shadow across our lands, as tales of mystery and imagination sweep mm. through the minds of our listeners. I already see what you're doing, and I hate, and I hate you. <laughs> the fanfic writers crack their knuckles and prepare Stop. for new inspiration. I'm calling That's police. right, everyone. It's time for Debate This to do another Sonic episode. Not, not after that, it's not. <laughs> listeners at home, Matt delivered that, that fucking terrible monologue whilst stroking a cat. <laughs> it's true. like the real it, villain he is. Not Listen, a lie. He went to the vet today. He's lonely and needs my comfort. <laughs> Matt, Matt is the real-life Dr. Claw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Today, though, we do not seek the deep lore and intricate details of Sonic comics and C-list supporting characters. No, boys. Today, we look towards the future. I have brought in a crack team of game designers to take Sonic mistakes of old and transform them into the next smash hit money printing game of 2019. To carry out this dark deed, I have brought in Todd Everyday Pricing Thomas, Andrew Group Prices Henderson, and Kyle Dropping the Dollar Sign Harper. So my dudes, what failed Sonic gimmick of the past are we bringing back to gamers, whether they like it or not? I don't. I don't get that one. I don't either. I, I, I like get it, but I don't get, I don't get it. I feel like we are, we are Walmart slogans. Um, well, so the idea of this podcast was to rehash Sonic gimmicks. And so I Googled marketing gimmicks. Actually, I just Googled <laughs> 10 top, like top examples of gimmicks. And the first thing that popped up was a biz journal oh. article mm. about top marketing business or top marketing gimmicks. You've definitely fallen for. And those were the ones mm. that came up. Was numbers four, five, and six gamifying? Yeah. Huh. Matt, let me offer you some constructive criticism. That didn't sure. land. <laughs> now, wait, I'm going to defend Matt, because in one of the first couple episodes, I think I gave you all names of former Kentucky Derby winners. So, like, we've been all over the place with this. It's true. At least mine relates to the episode content. Anyway, okay, boys. Matt, we're on the same team in that <laughs> I know. moment, so come on. <laughs> all right, fine. Um, come on, guys. Give me that sweet, sweet intro. What's the game? What's the gimmick? How did it work? And on a scale of one to ten, how much did people hate it? Okay, uh, Matt, so I'm going to tell you about a hat trick of bad ideas and gimmicks. So I'm bringing you motion controls. Oh, no. I'm, I'm bringing Check. you guided rail style platforming. As Gross. in, you're, you, you can only go in one direction, and that's the direction you're going to go in. And a leveling up system that is very much so bad. Oh, no. Um, slap a, a shitty layer of storyline on top of it, and what you have is Sonic and the Secret Rings. And um, every other Wii game ever created. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, so a game for the Wii. And I did not play Sonic and the Secret Rings, but um, I think I might have like played it in like a demo in a store, but I definitely watched enough videos to learn everything about it. And as far as the gimmick uh, that we're aiming to fix is all of the gimmicks. Everything that made this Sonic game special was not good. 
Um, so like I said, the Wii motion controls, which about that, you're constantly running forward. Like you're, you are automatically default going forward. So you control like stopping and jumping and turning, but you're always forward. It's basically like Temple Run. Oh, so it's so it's a it's an iPhone game, but with a Wii mode. <clears throat> yeah. So so basically, <laughs> you know, like I said, the constant is- the the biggest issues is you're constantly running forward and you're on a set pathway and like the leveling system. There's a weird leveling system, but you nailed the you hit the nail on the head, Kyle. It's like Temple Runner Sonic Edition, only it was for Wii, and nobody wants this. Because they they put out the Temple Run version of Sonic on the iPhone <laughs> years, too years later yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so on a scale from one to ten how much did people hate it I uh, a lot of the video game review sites gave it moderately high scores like six to eight which is kind of what we talked about offline that all Sonic games end up there I think not to interject my own yeah. opinion here but to interject my own opinion here I think with Sonic it's like Sonic is always uh, graded on a different rubric. And like the first question you have to ask is, is it broken? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's exactly <laughs> Was it. it playable. If the game, yeah. if the game works, you're starting at a five. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, anyone that you listen to who actually gives it a hands-on review on YouTube within the past two to three years is not going to score it above a three. The last person that I that I was listening to review it, he actually went so far to have his younger siblings get on like the YouTube channel and yell about how bad it was. So um, I think what actually happens with Sonic games is every reviewer wants the next Sonic game to come out. So they give this a good review in hopes that people will buy it so that they keep making <laughs> Sonic games. They're, they're really yeah. just trying to encourage them and say, nah, the next one, the lightning's going to strike. Yeah. So to give you a number, Matt, I'm going to plant it firmly at a 3.5. All right. If that's bad. If 10 is good, 3.5 is what I want. Cool. Sounds great. So moving on from Todd's rail shooter with a skill tree, which is awful, and I hate yeah. it already. Andrew, what do you have? Um, so I'm going to talk about Sonic Unleashed. Oh, no, please don't. What do I have to Venmo you right now so that you don't? Um, yeah, so let me let me set the scene for you real quick. So the year is 2008. We've got third-person action games everywhere. You've got God of War, Assassin's Creed, Devil May Cry, Uncharted. Everything was just third-person action, adventure, hack and slash. Everybody wanted a piece of that goodness. So you would imagine, stands the reason, that Sonic Team also jumped on that bandwagon. Uh, so they released Sonic Unleashed in late 2008, and this was uh, 360 PS3. There was a Wii version and a PS2 version. This, this bad boy came up <laughs> everywhere. Now, again, Sonic Unleashed 2008, it was, this was, I think, the next Sonic game after the actually bad Sonic 06, which, like, going back to the, you know, the aforementioned rubric, is it broken? Sonic 06 does not hit hit that first pencil test or that first litmus test. Sonic 06 is is literally unplayable. It's it's literally unplayable. Uh, it yes. is about as close to unplayable as a AAA game gets, I and, think. And I think uh, I think it's one of the few games where people who are like I I want to try to see this. I want to try to find the hidden gem and like people honest to god like cannot get through it. Wow. But but that but we're not talking about Sonic 06. I'm talking about Sonic Unleashed, and and it is a very different game. To be fair, um, Sonic Unleashed, you know, it, it had a lot in front of it. It was basically like, how is Sonic going to handle in 3D space? You know, we've we've had a couple good games. We've had Sonic Adventure, but Sonic Adventure is super buggy, and I don't think the first Sonic Adventure also passes that litmus test. So it was, you know, how do we make how do we make Sonic work in in this 3D environment because it hasn't really worked. We've had a we've we've we haven't had lightning strike twice, right? They created a lot of new mechanics and, and really everything that makes up like modern Sonic, quote unquote, now comes from Sonic Unleashed. So it's like the speed boosting thing, getting rings and not losing all of your rings, but just losing like a proportion of them. So um, rings like matter more, basically, and rings will make you faster, you know, making a little more dynamic, doing um, doing kind of like the 2.5 D, they call it, whereas like you're kind of on the rails. So you, you can't just like run off the side and like shoot off of a loop de loop. Um, so you're you're kind of on rails, but you get the impression that you're you've got some control, and then you can like you can like nudge to the left or the right with the click of a button. All that stuff comes from Sonic uh, Unleashed. And you know the other thing that people always complain about, like the side characters, there's no tails, there's no you don't you only play Sonic. You you just go fast, you collect rings, and you collect items, and that's it. Well, that sounds like a pretty sounds pretty good. Yep. There's no treasure hunting. There's no there's no big the cat fishing. It's what everybody wanted, and it was a great game. 
So that's it. Done. Here, here's the thing, Andrew. I didn't bring you here to talk about a good game. <laughs> I brought you here to take a bad game and tell me why you're going to make it good. So just what is it? What's what's the so, skeleton in the closet? Why is Sonic Unleashed bad? You can say it. This is wanna, safe space. I want to say it, but I'm, I'm also just waiting for you to say it. So every every show has a B plot. Every game has a side <laughs> mission. Uh, there was this little bit, this little side plot of Sonic kind of turning into a werewolf and beating up goopy aliens using his swole Gumby arms. There it <laughs> is. You, you said that really quickly. Like, uh, did I talk? Did I tell you about the speed boost? <laughs> this is kind of a kind of you know referring back to Kyle in the oh also the ship never lands and always crashes but that's fine <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly so that is of course the unleashed part portion of the game so the gimmick was it was one half normal Sonic game those are your day levels you go you run through and you collect rings and you're happy and you have a good time and then the the new like experimental part was the night levels and that was a much slower third person kind of like hack and slash it looks just like a shitty god of war you know you, you click a couple buttons and you do combos you shut your whore mouth i played god of war and sonic unleashed does not look like a shitty god of war no that is an insult to a shitty god of war <laughs> <laughs> fair enough i i think i think that's definitely what they had in, in mind i think i think some executives sat in a room and said map sonic do this while watching a video of god of war i i, I it's very clear that that was the inspiration now, where what it meant, what it was designed to be, and what it is, are I think obviously two very different things. Um, and and well, I think the big problems here is, you know, it's a Sonic game. It, it just like the Knuckles sections, like everybody hates the Knuckles levels in Sonic Adventure. This really this had the same the same effect. It slows down the gameplay. It's it's not incredibly fleshed out. It's it's Sonic trying to do too many things as always. The um, the levels, the day levels are. And, and this is this biggest this is the biggest shame about it because Sonic Unleashed is honestly a good game. The the day levels are honest like some of the best levels that have been in Sonic games. Um they've I they have a mod. You can play the Sonic Day levels on Sonic Generations. Nice. Um, for uh which is a, it's the only Sonic game on Steam, which is why they do that. Um but they're they're very good levels. And and it's it's a again, there's excellent design. But then when it carries over to the night. The, the level design is terrible. They're just bland, boxy environments. Um, it just everything got thrown out the window, and it, it just feels very rushed. And, and you know the whole it's the whole a thing. running theme across Sonic games. Whenever they decide yep. to, uh, they they like all right. We need a level for the people who don't just want to go fast. It's always <laughs> bad. Yeah. Well, because I think the problem is it, it's that is the that is the the issue that Sonic always has. Right. It's Sonic's core gameplay is not enough for a game. And mm -hmm. and I think like if you go and play Sonic, even the old Sonics, like they're fun, but they they're not as fun as you remember. And and that's the reason why Sonic Mania is such a better game than the old Sonic games because it's way more than that. Um, but they they added more to it in the in the realm of different characters and, yep. and exploring the environments and things like that. So they've been trying to kind of like perfect that formula because the core Sonic gameplay is just very bland. It, it doesn't it doesn't get you very far. Um, but anyway, we're we're not going to solve all Sonic today. Um, so big thing, you know, couple That's what just you couple think. points. <laughs> <laughs> just a couple quick points about the night level. So I mean, again, very bland uh, battle system. You just press a couple buttons. You could do combos. You're you have like three different variants of these like bland, goopy neon robots that you fight, and it's the same enemies on every level. You know, there's no variation. It just feels very like grindy. You're just mashing A a bunch of times. And there's one battle song. <laughs> yes, there is. One battle theme. Okay, but that, that worked really well for Persona 5. It, it, well, it did. And and like Persona 5, this battle theme also bots. And Kyle, uh, I'll send you a link. Uh, it's this weird free-forming jazz. It's like... It's playing under all of your arguments for the rest yeah. of the episode. And Kyle, if you can't find that that like clip, you can always just pull from Parks and Recreation the jazz plus jazz equals jazz <laughs> clip because I'm sure it's the same. It, yeah, it's very 3 a.m. on NPR. So just in closing, obviously, you know, people people love the day stages. People hate the night stages. Um, it definitely passes the is it broke test. It's not a broken game. Uh, it's a very, very finished game, but um, we definitely need to fix this Warehog stuff. All right. Good to know. Uh, can you give me a, a 1 to 10 of how much people hated it? I would say 4.5. Okay. All right. So hated 
less than Todd's game. Kyle, Kyle, what you got for us? Well, Matt, I've got a game from uh, from the mid aughts. It was a very, very interesting time. The mid aughts. Uh, the aesthetic of the 90s was officially dead uh, for a few years now. Sega had recently decided they were no longer in the console business, just only making uh, games at this point. And Batman Begins had just made it known that gritty reboots were the way to print money. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, the naughty oddies, as I have heard them called. <laughs> yes. The, and as they will never be called ever again <laughs> by anyone. Some, somehow incredibly gross. Um, so all three of these factors um, added up to a spin-off game to the Sonic franchise starring the incredibly popular new character from the Sonic Adventure series, Shadow the Hedgehog. You know, everyone's favorite character, <laughs> Shadow the Hedgehog. The gritty one. Shadow was legitimately like a pretty fun character to add to the, the Sonic mythos. He, he, wasn't the, he wasn't the worst one. He's got plenty of DeviantArt, DeviantArt pages. <laughs> so, But that, that really gritty reboot needed to happen if Sega was going to make back its cocaine budget. And what better way to show your fans <laughs> that you've abandoned the boundless optimism and rebellion of the 90s than to have your main character in a flagship game of a children's fa- franchise blow his enemies away with machine guns. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, was the, that was the big gimmick they sold Shadow on when they should have sold it on uh, being the first Sonic game to have, like, a branching tree line and good and evil decision paths and multiple right. endings. Um, but no... They shat, they sold it on guns, and that's what we're gonna do again this time. Um, <laughs> we're gonna okay. lean into that. We're gonna lean into the guns uh, because although the fans claimed they didn't like the darker tone and having a cartoon hedgehog running around with very real looking guns, shooting like very real human people. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like not not blowing up robots or like like no. wasn't, wasn't animals. he hunting the president? <laughs> sure was. Yeah. Don't don't ruin the third act reveal, oh, Todd. So, if you haven't played this yet from the naughty oddies, I'm sorry. Um, but this game this game sold 2.6 million uh, copies on its initial Gross, release. Gross, really? Yeah, I hate that's it. That's so and, much. And managed to get like three like premium re-releases um, across oh, two no. different consoles. So um, I think with a few Vanity. small adjustments, we can bring this game from, I would say, the the very solid, like, six that it was hated at the time all the way to a ten. You, you know what's funny about that, Kyle? Because I, I think about, and Sonic games get this a lot, just like the grandmother element. Oh, you know? yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. like, oh, these are fuzzy characters. Like, my grandson will love this. Yep. I cannot imagine that this game was subject like a la like Sonic Boom and all those games like this game could not have been subject to the grandma effect. I feel like this game also like on those re-releases, they definitely hid the guns on the cover the se- the second time this game came mm. out. I would Smart. I would be willing to bet when the when the game came out a second time around, uh the gun was if if present very small. Shadow got his concealed carry. Yeah. Huh. Great. Well, I'm I'm glad that the way this argument went was from least ridiculous to most ridiculous because we went from rail shooter with a skill tree to werewolf jazz to <laughs> you ain't gonna get my guns, Doctor Eggman. Oh, and uh, oh, I like the way buckle that went. Up. Buckle up, Matt. <laughs> it only gets it only gets more of a ride from here. Have you ever Have you ever shown up to like? You know, a presentation day in elementary school with your diorama and you're like, oh, man, my diorama's pretty shitty. Like, it's going to be the worst thing brought into class today. But then you see your two classmates bring in even shittier things. That's kind of <laughs> how I feel right now. Um, real, real quick, unrelated note. I will be pitching Werewolf Jazz as a new show to our local public radio after this. <laughs> I um, That's my next podcast project when this, when this shuts down. So... Oh, God. Somebody trademark that name quick. All right. Well, uh, speaking of buckling up for the ride, let's go ahead and push this roller coaster over the hill. Just about every Sonic gimmick has been hated by a large portion of the fan base. So tell me how you are going to craft this gimmick into a new game and make people love it. What will need to be changed to turn that disdain into sweet, sweet dollar bills? 
Yeah, so obviously there are some there's there's two very visibly bad things and then one thing that is bad that we can make a little better. And so first off, that whole constantly moving and running forward, like the whole bit about Sonic is that he's fast and suddenly we've taken that power away from you. Like what the hell were you thinking, Sega? Like you you messed <laughs> this one up. So we're first off going to scrap that. Like you are going to be able to fully control Sonic like you would in Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. Because that was my favorite Sonic game. And I think that was great because you kind of could like explore and do your own thing. And that just makes sense. So scrap the constant moving, uh, the constant movement forward. And also that kind of guided rail progression. We're getting rid of that. And to put a new gimmick in in its place, we're going to instead put in uh, the occasional quick time event. Because who doesn't love a good oh, flashy that's... quick time event? It really, I, I, I really like quick time events because they give me a sense of control. Yeah. It feels <laughs> as though you've actually done something in the resident evil game that you yeah. had, a, that you had a choice really ramps up yeah. the immersion. And so those are at least the first two things we're going to scrap because we're going to, or we're going to scrap those, those first two gimmicks and replace them with better gimmicks. And then further, since we're just taking all the bad shit out of this, um, I want to replace the weird kind of like ring purchasing upgrade system I want to replace that with the skill tree from Final Fantasy X because it was awesome that you could branch into other people's skill trees and get their abilities. So to kind of take what Andrew was saying, where you had other characters in some of the Sonic games where you could use their like abilities and, and that made it more fun and exciting. I want Sonic to be able to upgrade to new abilities from his friends because you, I think you that know would that's just a, make it more fun. You do fun. know that's a Roman numeral, right? Like it's yeah, 10. it's ten. It's ten, but okay. Like you've never said Final Fantasy X. You've never, never said that. You've never nope. said Final Fantasy X two, nope. which is a Roman numeral and a number. It's ten two because it's it's the sequel to no, Final I Fantasy X. I get 10. it. I'm not an idiot. And you yeah. you talking well, it's down not to me like in this it's, podcast it's is making like me it's, angry. It's not like Final Fantasy's like ultimate reboot, like Final Fantasy X. Like everybody wears leather because everybody already wears leather. Okay, so. One, I'm going to argue, were there any better games to come after Final Fantasy X and X-2? Yes. 11? Uh, yes. No. 12. No. 13. St you're Andrew, just saying numbers Andrew, now. I think 14. you mean XI, XII, and XIII. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Get also, it right. Also, my, my favorite Super Bowl, Super Bowl XXXIIIIII. Was that a sports Wait, joke? That Did might you have just been XXXV. Well, that's the only other thing I can think of that does Roman numerals. Get out of here. Also, also Final Fantasy X, hot take, Final Fantasy X is not the best game. Uh, 12 is the best game, so boom. I thought 7 was the best one. No, that's wrong. Okay. <laughs> I don't know shit about Final Fantasy. That's why I'm here to talk about Sonic today. Anything else, Todd? And my point, my point is we're going to introduce a skill tree that actually allows Sonic to like level up and get new abilities instead of you don't slow down as much in rough terrain or your jump <laughs> is a little better. Todd wants to play as Tails, but doesn't want the Tails right. skin and voice <laughs> is what I'm oh, hearing. Oh no. He you, wants to branch like, into the two Tails flying skill yeah. tree. Be, be, so wait, he no, doesn't Todd, have to play Todd, as Tails. Yeah. Todd, how many levels do I have to play before I can equip Sonic with the drill gloves? Oh, um... <laughs> You know, we got to let you at least get, I'd say, two or three levels in before the big changes happen. So I'm going to say after about th third level. Um, the other thing here is, like, we're discussing the gimmicks that were bad in the game, right? We're not even talking about the shit in the game that they just made bad because why? So you have, <laughs> we've talked before about annoying NPCs. Oh, yeah. Your, your, like, guiding NPC is a ring that has a genie in it that constantly complains about you going too fast and making it dizzy. What the fuck in a Sonic game are you doing with an <laughs> NPC really advisor that tells you that? Also, Tails and Knuckles are there, but they're not Tails and Knuckles. But they're not because, Tails and Knuckles. Yeah, they're, they're Sinbad <laughs> and, uh, and Alibaba because yes. it's set in like an oh, Arabian no. Nights situation. And the voicing is bad, and it's from 2007, and there's no excuse for that. That's not my point. Skill tree, quick time events, controls from Sonic Adventure 2 battle, full send. Microtransactions. <laughs> Micro loot boxes. <laughs> loot boxes. <laughs> okay, well, that was, a, that was a thing, and I don't like how much Final Fantasy we talked about, and I'm not going to lie, that Matt. really undid a lot of your argument for me. Andrew, go ahead. What do you have? Cool. Well, unlike Todd, I'm not going to just say a bunch of video game words. 
that's what this podcast is, at least 60% of it. I might, I might be saying a lot of video game words. So, okay. So for, for Sonic Unleashed 2.0, tentative title, um, I'm going to say that we do the opposite of the, last, the couple of last Sonic games. And instead of that, you know, one-off fractured level design, we lean in because that's what we're doing today. And we, and we go full werehog. Oh, no. That's right. Oh, you never go we're full not, werehog. You, you turned <laughs> into the skid. <laughs> we're, going, we're going full werehog, baby. But this is not your dad's werehog. Nope. Sonic's going to retain all of his normal abilities and will also have the fuzzy Gumby arm strength that, that he needs to take on Robotnik's army. I need, to say, I need to say really quick how much I disliked the phrase, this is not your dad's werehog. That's all. <laughs> Kyle, I couldn't pinpoint what the worst thing about what Andrew said was, but I think you found it. That's going to be the tagline. That's going to be the tagline on the box. Oh, nailed it. Okay. Important point of clarification, though. Fuzzy Gumby arms. So you said Sonic will retain all of his normal abilities and also have the Gumby arm strength to take on an army. So, like, does he stay as Sonic or is he the werehog the whole time? Does he still have the Gumby arms? It's a great question, Matt. It is a great question. That's why I asked it. This isn't your dad's werehog, Matt. I think it's a yes to everything is what I think it's going to happen. It's a yes and. Uh, yeah. So so basically, when the original werehog, he slowed down and he just kind of like lumbered around. Um, I'm thinking more like I want to make Sonic the werehog like a superhero. Like I'm thinking back to it's a cross in my mind between the old Hulk game, which like if you if you remember, I don't remember what what platform it was, but it was like you're you're Hulk and you're like you just run as Hulk, but you're naturally really fast because of his because of his strength, and you can just kind of like parkour over buildings, which it's like it's real fucking tight. Yeah, that's it's on PS2. You can yeah. break police cars in half and make them into boxing gloves. That is yeah. a very good game. Question, question. So Andrew, Todd, the floor recognizes Todd. Can I get it recognized that you are trying? So so stay with me. You are trying to improve a Sonic game, yes? Yes. One of the improvements you suggested for this Sonic game was to make Sonic slower. No, I'm saying, I'm saying the opposite. I'm saying the original Werehog made him slower. I want to make him, I want to keep him going fast. He wants to be okay. strong and fast. Oh, so the, the Superman argument, got it. It sounds like a strong boy and a fast boy. A real metal Dracula situation. A real metal Dracula situation. <laughs> so, okay, so let me, let me walk you through it. So we since 2008, we have definitely refined the third person action. <clears throat> it's basically a plug and play formula at this point. And really what it is, it's Batman Arkham. Does anybody not know what the Batman Arkham combat is? No, I dig it. OK, um, I mean, that's really that's like the gold standard now. It's, it's like how Halo redef- like defined what an FPS is. You basically just insert the Batman Arkham style. It's like button mash combos. You have a strong attack and a, and a quick attack. You've got timed dodges, timed counters. You get rewarded with experience and more skills, and you kind of work up. It's, it's a very, it's very diet skill tree. Would you say the skill tree <clears throat> resembles that of Final it Fantasy does, it, No, it doesn't. It's like three <laughs> okay. boxes. All right. More of a, more of a Super Mario RPG. And, uh, shut up. Uh, <laughs> no, it, it sounds more like Need for Speed, where you just like yeah, it's, it's increase more like one increment. It's you, 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 you pick between a series of six boxes of all of which you will eventually get. It's just prioritizing which ones you want. Mm. It's, it's Spider-Man for the PS4. And that's really like, that's kind of what I'm taking from a lot of inspiration from is, is you can basically like, like with Spider-Man, you can get through the whole game with button mashing just fine. You just, you, you get additional rewards like experience and skins and tools to play with if you do the timed counters and, and the things like that. So, and, and like Spider-Man, you know, we've already established that Sonic lives in a real city with real people that's called Station Square, that it's definitely... Uh, which is big, weird. Which is very weird. But he, like, kind of lives in San Francisco, but we can't say it's San Francisco. So, like the Spider-Man game, I think it would be fucking tight is we just give him an open-world city to just, like, interact in. So, think of, like, the Werehog just, like, barreling down the road... You're like running at full speed, dodging traffic as this big old werehog. You can, you've got the Gumby arms, so you could like grapple onto the corner of a building and pull yourself up and then parkour across the, the uh, rooftops. You're collecting shit along the way. You can get rings. You're, you know, you can punch helicopters and all this shit. Like, I, th- I think that would be really fun. Did you ever play um, the Ultimate Spider Man game? For I did, yeah. So yeah. it sounds like the Venom it's, levels. It's of... very much like the Venom levels. Yes. Yeah. 
because they gave and they figured out how to make Venom strong but also still fast. Yeah. And it is like that kind of like interactive parkouring where you like and Batman kind of does it too where it's like you can you you press a button to free run but you can like dodge and you get and you get and you get rewarded by um by like rolling correctly or doing time dodges and you get a little like boost of speed or something like that. And it makes traversing like fun and not rote and not mundane. Um, which is like because that's the whole point of open world games because it's just boring to run around. You you want to be able to do something. So you you know just like an open world game, you get a bunch of shit on the mini map. You get things to find, things to collect. You can go collect the chaos emeralds to get the secret ending. You go and like fight robots, and you know you can do side quests and save tales from a robot <laughs> and shit like that. You know, good. And then and then you know like the original game, it it half it did the half and half day and night thing. So we can still do, like all open world games, you've got your story missions and your side missions. So we keep Sonic and Station Square for the, side, for, the, for the side missions and just for the open world stuff. And then you can go and like, you're doing a story mission and maybe you're like running out to an island to go fight uh, Eggman. Or maybe you're like running to the snow world to, you know, to meet Knuckles to find the Master Emerald or something like that. Um, I think that, that is the way that we can better in- integrate the like actual quote-unquote modern sonic like on the rails uh 3d running shit all right so so yeah just a little bringing both of those worlds together but at the end of the day sonic never leaves werehog because werehog is love <clears throat> okay i hated that a yeah lot. i felt bad um <laughs> i i see now that we have sonic adventure battle 3 we have spider-man <laughs> for the ps4 but with sonic skin and now kyle what what terrible thing are you going to put on the plate today that i have to turn into money (laughs) well matt i'm glad you asked (laughs) just like that um so for shadow the hedgehog 2 shadows of war um (laughs) we we are not going to go after fans of sonic the hedgehog um because they've already proven that they're too big of snowflakes to handle the realness (laughs) that shadow brings to the table Oh, I hate this. Oh, you I should. I don't like this. This is taking a dark turn. Oh, no. Um, oh. So instead, no we're going to appeal to the we're going to appeal to the types of people that are going to enjoy um, gunning down anyone who gets in the way. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, that's why we're going to we're going to drop the budget. We're going to give Shadow a mega hat and put a nice big NRA stamp on the cover of our oh. game oh. and make sure this is in wow. every Walmart checkout line in the Bible Belt. <laughs> oh, man. Kyle, oh, no. And instead of, instead of uh, giving, giving Shadow a mission to, in, in the United States um, and kill the president, that's, that's pretty un-American. Um, <laughs> we're going to drop Shadow off in a black site in the Middle East and have him take on the real enemy, terrorism and he's gonna work with the real heroes matt the real heroes <laughs> the, the troops. troops there it is Ugh. um man kyle kyle, kyle wait wait <laughs> just please tell me what the soundtrack is playing in the background oh it is it is the most generic nondescript butt rock you can imagine just like just power chords over over a bad guitar beat um with with a little with like a weak country twang to it so like Mm -hmm. you know it's it's really american but um (laughs) it's it it's it's gonna be just that one track though because we're we're slashing the budget we're getting this game down to 20 bucks on the walmart shelves well there's that and the entirety of the budget went to buying the rights to fortunate son by CCR. <laughs> no, Tom. even though that's totally opposite of what even, we want. Even here. though no one who's played that song understands, we, what we it couldn't. Means. We couldn't yeah. get Fortunate Son. So we we bought like three levels. Son. We bought three levels of knockoff of Fortunate Son, um, <laughs> and and it's bad. But you know what, Todd? It's gonna sell, and it's gonna sell like crazy. <laughs> well, I mean, it's gonna have to because Five Finger Death Punch already put out their Garth Brooks cover album. And we need oh. some way to cross promote that music. Oh wait, no! Wait, you said was I, that a, was that a random sentence generator? You just <laughs> said that, or was that a real thing? No, Todd. I think he had a stroke. Because <laughs> that should never happen. It's not a real thing, but it's the soundtrack of your game, Kyle. That's how that sounds to me. Kyle, your pitch smells like Miller Lite. Yep, it sure yeah. does. Well, well, you mm. can 
you can buy the you can buy the um, Natter Day combo pack with this. Don't game. do this. Don't no. bring Natter Day. Don't bring Natter Day into this. Natter Day is too pure, too pure to be in the same you pitch as an NRA t-shirt. Monster. I don't know what to tell you guys. I, I want to sell games. That's my goal here, and that's how we're gonna do it. I can't believe you did this to Shadow. I can't believe you did that to Natter Day. <laughs> I can't believe I, you know what? I'll go next. I can't believe you did this to America. <laughs> I'm calling the cops. Did did I do this to America, yeah. Todd, or did America do this to itself? Okay, America did this to America. Uh, uh, all right, that's enough of this. I hate this. I'm uncomfortable and I hate it. And I want to move on to the next question. So you unless can't. anybody else has any other qualms, we're moving on. No, please. I have qualms, but I also want to move on. So. I have I have qualms with moving on. I want to talk about this <laughs> no, more. No, please stop. Oh God, please wait, stop. Kyle, do you really have more, or are you done? <laughs> no. If he does, he's done. No, I'm done. All right. Okay, we're moving on. I'm done with this, and we're moving on. The best part about gaming today is the modern <laughs> technology we use to immerse ourselves even further into the game. We certainly have come a long way from the Konami laser scope. Which I definitely did not <laughs> almost buy last weekend, but Consume that's neither here Konami. nor there. How much, how much was that laser scope? Matt? It was only $30. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it was only $30, and it, it was really justifiable, but like, I already have the NES blaster, and I didn't feel the need to yell at Duck Hunt. Matt, so. Matt you, you were fine at it was only $30. You, didn't, you shouldn't have said it was justifiable, because it wasn't. Yeah, Kyle, well, you shouldn't have said we'll bring Natter Day into the MAGA game, but you did, so we're here now. Nothing that you've said in the last 10 minutes is justifiable, Kyle. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, there are so many ways to really ramp up the controls of a game. And we also know that there's no way kids will bite on a straight-up plug-and-play Sonic anymore. We really need something above and beyond. So tell me what you'll add to the experience of playing your game that will really shine this turn. Yeah, it's it's 2019 and the limit no longer <laughs> exists, Matt. And I'm going to tell you why. We have technology. We will we will rebuild this this crappy piece of piece of shit Sonic game into something way better. So get get ready. Are you are are you ready, Matt? I guess <laughs> get ready for the Nintendo Labo Joy-Con Sonic shoes. Is this what the people want? Absolutely not, but it's what you deserve for feeding this franchise. So Todd's, so, Todd's real game plan here is to increase sales of Joy-Cons because kids like stuck them in this awful cardboard and, and crunched them while trying to run through this game. I, uh, I do. So I know that um, like some of the old game boys had like sensors where you could like yell at them or blow wind on them for like WarioWare games. I don't know if the switch has that, but if it does, these joy cons have to be activated by yelling. Gotta go fast before you run. Um, <laughs> it won't register anything in this like octave level. You've got to say. You've got to say it yeah. like. Gotta go fast. Yeah, yeah, you gotta pitch it up. You have to scream it at your feet too. That's the thing. Um, so so and it gets better, right? Because I know it's pretty good, but it gets better. You can also pay for additional labo kits for each new power upgrade. So I'm talking labo drill fists. I'm talking labo tail tails. Labo, <laughs> Labo, Labo, Amy Rose Mallet, Labo, SBO Ninja Knives. You unlock it and it can be Laboed, I guess. I so know. not only not only are you just just selling like physical loot boxes, you're also <laughs> selling like a build your own furry kit. Uh, the Tales Tales. Absolutely. Um, it is it is disturbing, to say the <laughs> least. Um, but I don't know what, what Nintendo Labo sales have, have been. I've never seen one in the wild. But this is going to bump Labo sales kits tenfold. You know what? This kind of shit worked for, uh, worked for Spyro and his, like, you know, you bought all the little minis to get any characters. People will buy this shit. Uh, it's um, fine. Amiibos would have been a perfectly fine comparison <laughs> to make two times. That's what Amiibos are, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's fair. And and I know people that have bought a lot of Amiibos. So, yeah, that's what this is. This is Amiibos concept for Labo kits because fuck you. Okay, I have a question. I have a question. <laughs> yeah. How do, walk me through... If Hold you're going to ask a question that has a very obvious through, answer, I will be part of it. Walk me through how the shoes work. Like <laughs> do you have to do you have to be on like a moving platform? 
No. Do you just like, you... do you take one step and that's it? So I don't know. I know at least two of the members of this, this podcast have done this. So if you've ever done insanity by Sean T, you have uh. to do high knees at some points. Dude, and I'm so already going to throw the, up. Please the, do not talk labo, about insanity. The labo kits are basically cardboard floppy oversized shoes that you wear <laughs> that you slide the joy cons into either side and you have to do high knees to move Sonic forward. <laughs> this, this game is going to get recalled in three hours after the first kid trips and breaks his face on his basement floor. I'm, uh, I'm surprised none of you called any shenanigans on the labo SBO ninja knives because you're straight up throwing. <laughs> oh, no, no, that's legit. I'd, do, I'd buy that in a heartbeat. I would too. Yeah, I would pay for cardboard ninja knives. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's what I got for you, Matt. And uh, people are gonna love it. All right, man. People are gonna love it. I I meant I meant, I meant for a question mark to be on that. Saying it with the upward inflection doesn't make me believe it more. Andrew, <laughs> Andrew, what are we adding to uh, Werehog Jazz? Sure. So Werehog Jazz is so good. <laughs> uh, sure. So just like we've seen the unprecedented success with Skyrim and LA Noir before it. Uh, we're gonna release. We're gonna come you out got with that one of the straight face, didn't you? How do, how do those things connect? You ask. Well, let me tell you. We're talking about VR re-releases. Wait, is the answer they came to a they came to the Wii like way, way, way too late to be <laughs> or the uh, Switch way too late to be enjoyable? Uh, that too. Um, yeah, there's five six six year old Switch ports. Um, no, that's not the only thing they have in common. So let's talk about VR re-releases, right? So everybody loves a VR re-release there. You know, when you take a third person action game that with very tight controls and you put like a janky VR kind of cobobulation on it, it's great. It's perfect. It's seamless. So let me propose to you the premium version of our Sonic Unleashed 2.0 that puts you in the, the first person view using the VR headset. The way to truly experience life as Sonic the Werewolf. Jesus Christ. <laughs> to truly experience life as Sonic the Werehog. You're gonna get the wear hands peripheral. Oh no. Oh. <laughs> oh no. You slap these oversized furry gloves on, and you can truly know what it feels like to gumby punch a goopy robot in outer space. They're just poorly recolored Hulk hands. <laughs> They're furry Hulk hands. I want a standalone delivery <laughs> of the sentence so you can so you know what it feels like to gumby punch a goopy robot into outer space. Can I just get a dry, yeah. just clear yeah, run we'll of that? Do, we'll do that. <clears throat> Excuse me. You can truly know what it feels like to Gumby punch a goopy robot into outer space. That's what my uh, text message sound for you is going to be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with it. Uh, the the wear hands will track your arms movements, registering your flappy arm waves as slick wear combos. <sighs> that was awful. Don't pause yeah. for delivery. I don't want you don't. See, you Andrew, dare. I'd much rather it be um, like Skyward Sword accurate, where if you don't make the exact <laughs> right hand motions, you are just going to like be like slap, like limply slapping your enemies. <laughs> the visual of, of whoever played Skyward Sword longer than an hour laying on their side yep, yep. with just their elbow up at a right angle, just kind of like flicking their wrist. It's it's the it's the the reverse hockey stick enjoyment of any any Wii game. It's the first minute. You're like, you're into it. Like I remember standing up and be like, yeah. And then it always, it will always devolve into just putting as little effort, just shaking your wrist as putting little effort as possible. You know, Andrew, I, you compared it to Skyrim and I think you actually have a better idea here um, at, a, at risk of helping you win. So I say you have like just six hours of solid Werehog play until you, you have a cutscene, like a no win. Six cut hours scene. of solid Werehog play is definitely a DVR uh, page. Uh, <laughs> uh. Oh, no. Oh, God. Sorry. I didn't agree to any of this. <laughs> oh, God. Disgusting. I'm sorry. Please continue. I don't know if I can. Um, so you have you have six hours of solid new gameplay until <laughs> thank you. <laughs> until you have a no win cutscene, and you black out, and you wake up, tied up in the back of a cart, talking to a Nord and a thief. And actually, it's just Skyrim again. <laughs> it's literally just a punked version of now you have Skyrim. Oh. Lo but it has to be long enough into the game that you are angry, like shaking mad that you're 60% through the game. Um, <laughs> fair enough. 
Um, so speaking of, so we, we talked about the limited edition. I think when we launch it, just to, a, again, further incentivize, we will offer our new users a set of heli tails. Oh. There it is. Which you can get, which they can give to a friend or a little brother uh, to play in co-op, co-op mode as tails. And really, all that all that entails, huh, no pun intended, oh. is uh, a little a little pulley where you can you know tie your uh, tie the string to your belt loop and you can pretend your tails. I haven't you heard- two are both you two are both just bound and determined to sell like fur, <laughs> like home furry kits. I want to make I want to make some very clear like. I want to differentiate what we just did. I said Labo Tails Tails, which is going to be, mm-hmm. you know, cardboard tails. That's fine. Like, take that as you will. Andrew explained the physics behind making <laughs> functional tails that you attach by saying you put a string through your belt loop. Leads me to believe Andrew has done this before, but I don't want to talk about that. Six hours of Werehog play. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you do this to us? Go ahead, Kyle. Say say whatever stupid offensive thing you're gonna say this, now. This <laughs> maybe maybe we shouldn't do any more Sonic episodes, guys. It takes us to some dark, a long time some dark this is places. All right, Kyle. I I don't want you to give your answer. Unfortunately, that is the format of well, the show. Thanks for listening to Bait This. You can follow us on Instagram. So uh, you go you go right on ahead there. All right, Matt. So so since we're already focusing on the heavy artillery in this game. I thought the best way to sell this to kids and incorporate the current <laughs> trends and technology um, was to set, we're going to set the main story on the back burner. There's going to be like four hours of, of story to this game uh, because we are going to focus Fair. on the Two multiplayer. Two and a half hours of it being cutscene. Yes. We're going to focus <laughs> on the multiplayer and have this be a battle royale, build and shoot multiplayer, online multiplayer game. Uh, much like everyone's favorite game, Fortnite. Hey, Kyle did a Fortnite. <laughs> Kyle did a Fortnite. I did a Fortnite. Um, and guys, we are gonna squeeze every shiny cent out of this out of this cash cow. Um, we are gonna sell loot boxes on loot boxes on loot boxes. Um, so you, the only way to unlock new weapons, loot boxes. The only way to unlock new skins, loot boxes. The only way to unlock anything is loot boxes, and it's what all going to come. Is it just different shades of black hedgehog? <laughs> and there's some, there's some hats. Well, there's like a red MAGA hat. Oh, there's a white gonna MAGA be, hat. It's going to be hats. And Does he have any plaid bowler hats? I bet he has a couple of plaid bowler hats. Different belt buckles for different seasons. Um, maybe, maybe some robes if, if it does well. We won't talk about what color those robes are or anything. Um, oh man! <laughs> I was thinking like I was thinking the gross, perverted like duster coat that that kid wore in high school. Everyone knows that kid. That's gonna be that's gonna be unlockable. I don't like the gross thing or the offensive thing. I don't like either of them. <laughs> Doors one and two are both bad. You know what? You <laughs> yeah. know what though, Andrew? It's gonna sell. It's gonna make us money, and that's what we're here for today. At what cost? Yes. Well, we've all lost a little bit of our humanity today. We sure to have. Kyle. Yep. Yep, smashing, yay, capitalism. <laughs> At least DeviantArt isn't racist. Well, well, nah. Nah. well. now that all of our humanity is on the floor, it's time to pick it up and move on to everybody's favorite portion, the super secret bonus question. And that question is this. Gentlemen, we have been approached with a brand deal. And if you didn't see this one coming from a million miles away, I'm not sure what rock you are hiding under. The opportunity to craft our own game and whatever light we wanted has been scaled back. We have now been given the opportunity to make Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie, the game. So boys, (laughs) tell me what you are going to do to include something from the upcoming Sonic movie in your new games. And I will take your answers to the super secret bonus question right after this. I'm Tom. I'm Will. And we're the hosts of Blasting Off Again, a new Pokemon podcast brought to you by the Upford Network. We've decided to take on the task of watching through every episode of Pokemon, providing live commentary and in-depth analysis of everyone's favorite 90s dogfighting cartoon. We're tackling the hard-hitting issues. Is Brock racist? Was coughing the first ever suicide bomber? What are the environmental implications of using Pikachu to power a building? Will Misty ever get her pipe out? Find out the answer to all these questions and more on Blasting Off Again. Available on the Upford Network, iTunes, and wherever you get your podcasts. We're, We're blasting, blasting off again. And we are back, guys. So please tell me, how 
are you going to strong arm the Sonic the Hedgehog movie that SEO says we need to include into this game, into your game? Todd. Yeah, so I think there's only one good way to directly improve the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, the game. So we're going to we're going to add some big names. That's what we need to do. I think to the game or to the movie. Yes. Okay. to to the to the game movie. Isn't that what we're doing? The, The game, the movie, the movie, the game. I don't fucking know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell me what what we're doing and i'll give you the same answer i it's, was gonna give you we're, we're making the movie the game yeah okay that's fine so we're going to include some new voice acting in the movie the game fuck this is too high concept here's what we're doing <laughs> right so we are including a a new character that was not featured originally and that's what's going to put the butts in the seats, the controllers in the hands. I don't know what we're doing, Matt. Controllers the, the proverbial in the butts in the proverbial seats. Yeah, yeah, proverbial butts in the proverbial seats. So we already have, you know, Ben Schwartz is playing the is voice acting Sonic, correct? That's what that's what it yes. was. Yep. Um, and then we have Jim Carrey as Dr. Eggman. Correct. Well, what's really gonna bring people in is we are going to have uh, a major actor coming in. Doing the voice acting, or or actually, it's gonna be mocap. It's gonna be motion captured. Um, playing the role of Miles Prowler, aka Tails, is going to be Danny DeVito. I think <laughs> I think that is what we need to really uh, land this plane. Um, we are going to have Danny DeVito play Tails in just every sense of it. Just I, like I said, it was gonna be just straight voice acting, but I think motion capture is the way to do this one. All right. Gross. I hate it. Uh, Oh, there's a smell. Oh, there is. (laughs) There's a smell to all of these games. Andrew, go ahead. Okay, so I have a solution where we can both make some money and also recycle all of the assets from the original reveal of the Sonic the Hedgehog trailer. So I'll kind of walk you through this. The term werewolf means is essentially half human, half wolf. Everybody agree with me there? Why are we doing this right now? Yes. <laughs> a where, where, like the, the, the prefix Webster's where. Dictionary Webster's Dictionary defines werewolf. Webster's Dictionary defines the prefix where implies that it is half human, half something. Right? A werebear okay. is a human that turns into a bear. So a werehog. A werehog. No is joke. Technically. Werebear was my nickname in, in high school. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Source, Kyle. So technically, the term a the term werehog should not be a hedgehog turning into a wolf, but rather a human turning into a hedgehog. Oh, I don't like where this is going. I hate it. It's going to involve the human teeth. Allow me it? to <laughs> submit to you the real reason and the, the perfectly unexplainable reason why the movie's version of Sonic the Hedgehog has real human eyes and real human teeth. And that is because, say it with me. He is the power human. of friendship. Wait, oh, sorry, that was a different podcast. So we're gonna we're going to explore the the uh, the changes to Ben Schwartz's character's body as he undergoes as he changes into the aforementioned blue hedgehog. Um, so we follow him throughout his his days at high school, trying to get trying to get along with his classmates, um, but he's half Sonic. So it's Teen Wolf, and except he's Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> except he's Sonic. But but this is but this is how we utilize all of those all of those growth, gross human teeth and weird human eyes. Also, he's buddies with James Marston because you know that was good. That was the one thing Andrew liked from the trailer. All right. Yep. Okay. Um, I hated that. I did yeah, too. I, I, I did too. I I really hated Teen Wolf, Spider Man, the Hedgehog, the movie, the game. Um, Kyle, go ahead. Um, well, Matt, so this actually is going to work pretty well because I've talked to the studio and I've got a major spoiler for, um, for the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. And that is, there is a post credit scene featuring Shadow the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like that's a reveal that everyone's just going to go, meh. well todd you'd think that but i also know who they cast as um shadow the hedgehog for the movie don't say it don't Don't do this to him um 
Oh, I don't. I don't think I'm going the direction you think I'm going. It's not. It's not That's Rami good. Malik. It's not. It's not our God King Rami Malik. Our God Pharaoh Rami Malik. It's. Uh, um, it's actually based on the success of um, of him playing animated um, smart mouth characters. It's actually Ryan Reynolds, and we got him for the game too. Um, oh man! But that's the entire Creed or the CCR budget right there. Um, yeah. Well, and get one or the other. So we could only we could only if. Again, we we slashed this budget, so we could only afford lines that he said in the movie, and having only having him only show up in the post credits uh, uh, sneak scene, <laughs> he's only got one line. Um, so just just whenever whenever you do anything as Shadow in this game, you just get a very smart smart ass Ryan Reynolds saying, "Now try going fast." And that's it. Just <laughs> ad nauseum until until you you see madness. You see, until you see the face of madness. Can I? Can we get one clean take of playtime is over? Just one. Can we get a playtime is over? Playtime is over. That's the best I got. I feel. I feel like a good like analog to this would be. Think about at the end of Venom, Woody Harrelson's character of Cletus Cassidy, how he has like three total sentences. But you've made an entire movie out of those three non-connected sentences. <laughs> yep. That's exactly what it is. I mean, they did it with Battleship, right? <laughs> I mean, they did. I mean, Matt, I think, is the only one that saw that movie. So. <laughs> I just, Kyle has turned Shadow the Hedgehog into effectively Tickle Me Elmo, where he no. just has three catchphrases, and depending on what on, on what the random number generator came up with is what you get. Because <laughs> yeah. that's exactly yeah, what exactly. I did. I, would, I mean, I would buy that Tickle Me Elmo. Oh, man. All right. This is I hate this. I hate this episode. I hate this. Let's this episode belongs in the in the garbage. But also <laughs> our fans need to hear it. So I have to make a decision. You sure um, do. And that makes me sad. And so I'm going to go away for a little while and I'm going to think about the things you've done here today. Um, why don't you guys give each other some good vibes while that goes on? Yeah. So. Andrew, when I realized that you were doing the Werehog, I was like, well, that was pretty bad. Um, hopefully he finds a way to improve it, but you just went like more Werehog. Um, <laughs> my, my, I was already thinking my compliment pretty early. Vibes, was son. <laughs> well, I think I'll get there. I'm going to steer <laughs> into the skid for a little bit first. I think at first my compliment was going to be, hey, man, at least you didn't go full Werehog, but then you <laughs> did. Um, no, I think, you know, I'll, I'll give it to the, to the creators of Sonic that, like, cool, they tried new things, and a lot of times it didn't work. But <laughs> I, think, I think what you described was you took the best of what that could have been. I mean, everyone loved all the Batman games, the concept of being the Hulk and being able to leap over buildings and throw shit. Like that's all very, very cool. And if they can pull that off with a Sonic game, then I think that's awesome. So I think that what you were trying to sell is great in concept, but we've all been too hurt from the Werehog <laughs> to love again. Um, if I ever found the capacity in my heart to love again, I would try it. Um, Kyle, <laughs> You didn't use the buzzword safe space, and I thank you for that, because I think those are important. Um, you know, Sega wants to make their money, and, like, <laughs> that means appealing to all audiences. And if there's anything we've learned from jokes, especially, like, when we had Tom on the show, like, guns are, are a thing in America, and you played to that audience. Um, no, I think Shadow was such an obvious choice for the Sega franchise to be like, we need an anti Sonic because obviously metal Sonic didn't have enough dimensions to him as a character to do that. <laughs> and so good on you for trying to put more mm. to shadow and somehow giving him a different adventure. That's not hunting the president because how was that game allowed to exist? The, the naughty oddies, Todd, Yeah, the naughty oddies, <laughs> you know, no, everyone, everyone make a bunch of games. The government's not paying attention. Yeah. So, so, you know, here, Kyle, I'll give you this. You did it with the real heroes, the troops, and I, I appreciate that. The troops are the real, he real heroes, Todd. I'm glad you recognize that. I, yeah, there it is. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, this, was, this, was, this one had some things in it. Um, <laughs> so, Todd, the uh, Sonic and the Secret Rings, very bad game. Um, you recognize that. You also recognize <laughs> that there's not much that is redeemable from it. 
in the in the capacity that your solution was basically how we change the game. We don't do that game. <laughs> we we strip everything out of it that didn't make it a normal Sonic game and add different things in from the yeah. best franchises. So yeah, so I mean in in that in that regard, very well done. Um, also, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like especially that we didn't retain this part any of, the of the show the has a beats. lot of has a lot of pregnant pauses. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of good bad sandwiches here. Um yeah, great to recognize that um he should he should not have waggle controls and not have a story that involves uh other Sonic characters pretending to be other characters from fictional Literally stories. the plot is he fell asleep and dreamed he was in the Arabian Nights or some shit like that. Yep, and then they did another one where he was in uh, King Arthur's Court. Which, which is I didn't know was like a sequel that is in no way connected, but still claimed as a sequel. It is. They call it the Storybook Series. So. That went well. Yep, yep. Um, that's it. And everybody got their good vibes. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody was happy. Um, Kyle, I way to commit to the bit. And it was a bit, just to be very clear. That was a <laughs> yes, bit. Yes, very much that so. Very much a bit. Um, no, that was really funny. Um, I... So we were talking about this a lot. That Shadow the Hedgehog game is not the worst game. It's bad. It's very bad, but it's a fine game. It's not yeah. a good Sonic game. Again, like of I think of the three games we talked about today, I think two of the games pass the is it broken test. Yeah. <laughs> you could argue that Secret Rings passes that test. It just it, it shouldn't exist. It's just because a bad game. At, it's it's at what cost would you play it, that? It passes the test in like all technicality but no one wants to be technically right yeah um yeah. i did like i did like your little bit about the battle royale function or multiplayer function at the end because <laughs> i mean it's that's an easy win and uh and i could see like a, i could see a world where a multiplayer sonic battle royale just given the wide cast of characters with sonic like that could actually be pretty pretty tight i mean i think i don't think it's a terrible stretch of the imagination that if battle royales keep doing well we're going mm -hmm. to see some beloved franchise oh, yeah. ham fist a battle royale into their into their next sequel, and it yep. will be universally hated by everyone. A Sonic one would play like that PlayStation game Power Stone, or was that Dreamcast? Dreamcast, yeah. It would play like that 3D Smash Brothers like wannabe Power Stone, only worse, I think. There was a Sonic fighting game on Game Boy mm -hmm. that was actually really fun and enjoyable that I almost talked about, except I found out it was almost universally loved. So oh, there isn't huh. anything to do to improve it. Well, there was also a Sonic fighting game that is not universally loved called Sonic the Fighters. Oh, which I think Ugh. was on Sega Saturn, maybe. Oh, so mm -hmm. no one owned that. Everything on mm -hmm. Sega Saturn was awful. Unless you were a rich kid in 1994. Yeah. So, yeah, good, good, good episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um. Todd, I think you actually did the best job of making a functioning, a good functioning Sonic game, except you had to take away literally every identifiable <laughs> characteristic <laughs> from the game you started with. So um, good job doing that, um, answering the question well. Um, Andrew, I would, I, I mean, I'm a, I love the, the Venom portions of the, ultimate spider-man game that that we're gonna steal these mechanics from um i don't know if i would buy a sonic the werehog game for any <laughs> like no matter how good you told me it was fair enough you don't want them gumby hands kyle i don't i don't want them gumby hands although i do now want um a pair of hulk hands like it's <laughs> like it's 2006 again um so um no i like i like the idea of of leaning into it and fixing the werehog portions of the game uh, so that it actually plays well. I think that's a fun, that would actually be a pretty fun game. Um, Cause I'm thinking of Mario versus Rabbids is a, is a very silly game Ooh, yeah. with very yeah. silly graphics, but actually plays kind like, like an actually good, like SOCOM, like turn-based strategy game. So you can mean XCOM XCOM. That's what I said. Yep. What'd you say? Yep. Um, Cause I said XCOM. Um, <laughs> but I think I like it, it works and like you slap Sonic on there and make a, a, a solid like seven and a half out of 10 game. Like, yeah. yeah, you'll, you'll, you'd sell copies and people would remember it. And that that's what we're doing here. Put those butts in seats. Sonic's not winning any awards anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> he 
He's kind of like, when you think about it, Song's kind of like the Godzilla of video games. I was just thinking the same thing, but yeah. you, you yeah. said it first. So good, said it good first. job. All right. Well, that certainly happened. And I am really <laughs> proud of you guys for finding a way to compliment each other. Matt, man. did it? Did that happen? <laughs> or has this all been a dream? <laughs> man, a dream inspired by, by cough syrup and Natterday. If I could wake up just hungover and sick tomorrow and realize that all of this was a dream, I would have a happier reality. But unfortunately, I don't get to do that. That um, is going to happen, but... It'll be the it'll, you'll wake up and it'll be Thursday and we'll have we'll record this exact same episode that you just dreamed about. Great. All right. But like, um, but, but Todd will be won't Todd won't be Todd. He'll be Paul Revere. Stop all of you. Just <laughs> let me finish this goddamn nope. episode so we nope. can leave. Oh, man. OK, so I'm back to drain the debate this swamp of all your bad ideas and uh, come up with a decision here. So let's talk about the reality. Two of you came up with a game that I think I would actually like to play. I will say one of you came up with a game that'll make a shitload of money, and that's <laughs> Kyle. And Kyle, we're not going to make your game for a no. lot of reasons. For so many reasons. You don't want, because you don't want all the money? Speaking of draining the debate this swamp. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, your, game, your game would make a lot of money. It really would, and um, I cannot deny you that. However... Your game would also be on the shelves for about three days before it was pulled off in outrage by the general public. And I'm not about to deal with that PR fallout. I'm pretty sure it's actually been shown that like trying to make video games to appeal to the the demographic I, I tried to hit usually fails. It usually yeah. doesn't work. But yeah, um, I, I needed to commit to the bit. So see also Postal 2. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. So. With that out of the way, uh, Todd and Andrew, honestly, you know, you did good. You came up with games that I really would enjoy playing. Superman does good, Matt. They did well. Kyle, <laughs> get the hell out of my podcast. <laughs> what a weird... Get out of here. <laughs> okay. Um, Kyle's leaving. Todd, your game sounds... Was super good. Like it could be fun. Um, it also sounds like Sonic Adventure Battle 3, uh, mm -hmm. which leaves us more obstacles to trip on than your Nintendo Labo shoes do. Um, Andrew, I really, really loved that Hulk game a lot. Uh, I just really Where hate the idea jazz. of us Where watching someone turn into a werehog in the first cutscene of the game. Werehog um, jazz, werehog jazz. <laughs> but unfortunately, I do think we're gonna go with your game, Andrew. Oh, you win yeah! today. I hate it. I hate it a lot, but that's the game I want to play the most. And now I gotta sell my stock in Nintendo Labo. Hey, Kyle, 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 can we get can we get that tasty jam back up? Yeah, <laughs> don't there it is. don't do it. Gross. Mm, it's so good. All right, um, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. And so that <laughs> is going to end this episode. Thanks, everybody, for listening in to Debate This. Follow along with the argument on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at DebateThisCast. And check out our website at DebateThisCast.com. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review so more people can hear this, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, I'm Matt Cole. I'm Todd, sponsored by Nintendo Labo Thomas. I'm Andrew. Please avoid the $1 oysters, Henderson. I'm Kyle and I left. <laughs> <laughs> and we're saying thanks for debating with us. And if you think we're wrong, then you can come fight us behind the swing sets, nerds. <laughs> <laughs>